This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by a brand new audio experience. We're very excited about it. It's called the Guided Weekly Preview. Now, it's led by Blake Stratton, one of your co-hosts here on Focus on This. And it's a free exercise that will help you master the weekly preview and start every week with clarity and composure. You put on the file and you can do your weekly preview while Blake talks you through it, talks you through some ideas. It's great. We're very excited for you to have it. And if you want it for free, go to focusonthispodcast.com slash preview and get it right now. That's focusonthispodcast.com slash preview. Well, I think we should talk about Blake's yoga mat in the background. First, the question is, Blake, do you use the yoga mat in your office? Yeah. Frequently? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait a second. Not just do you, do you use it for yoga? Are you practicing downward dog? Are you practicing um, cobra, a little namaste? A little, I can't think of any more yoga moves and I do I was, yoga all the time. I was wondering how long you could go. Ha- okay, happy baby. <laughs> well, you know, some, so, happy, someone w- happy baby, warrior one, warrior two, and warrior three, triangle, extended warrior, peaceful warrior. She half reached moon. in a whole nother bag. For, like, <laughs> she brought the terms up. Yeah, I do all those. Um, mm. If I, I once heard someone say, if yoga had been invented in Cleveland, it would be called stretching. <laughs> really, my favorite use of the yoga mat is to take naps. And yes, I do use it for that. You said earlier that the more naps you take, the more deals you close. And I think you were kind of joking around, but then I kind of think you're kind of serious too. No, I'm serious. Last month, uh, I had. I mean, I won't share exact numbers, but I will say it was more than 2x what I was doing a year ago. And I intentionally tried to rest more while I was at work mm. last month. And the, and the month incredible. before, actually. I started that two trend two months ago to try to like be more restful. And I'm in sales. And if you're in sales listening, you know the key is to stay detached. As soon as you start thinking about yourself, thinking about having to close, you stop serving the client really well. And uh, it's hard to do that when you feel really tired because you just Mm -hmm. are craving relief. And so when you already come into the call relieved, feeling fine, feeling fresh, uh, you focus better. You can use your tools more seamlessly and ultimately serve the prospect's best interests. So I've seen a lot of results. No lie. Just take a nap. That's all. Sales tip. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Once again, happy Monday to you both. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, Blake, I'm just wondering, uh, do we want to talk about this new thing that you did right out of the gate? This new thing that I did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, you we mean just talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you guys, I'll be streaming on Twitch. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm becoming a DJ, and so I thought maybe y'all would want to tune in and send me. Ven- is that what? You, should we no, give the Ven- it, when should we give no, my Venmo out? No, is that, is that our yeah. call to action this episode? Give that me my is Venmo. Not, not what I was talking about. Oh, at all. Uh, okay. <laughs> Although I, that would you, be what great. What were you talking about? That would be great. The most productive DJ on the internet. 
Well, the rumor on the street is that you have a like self-guided weekly preview mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is going to be available for people. It's true. We've been hearing a lot of people, especially listening to the podcast, going, how can I listen to Blake's soothing uh, timbre even more when the podcast is over? And so we've decided to record a weekly preview. So if you have never done a weekly preview or you you think to yourself, ah, I know I got to do the weekly preview. I never really make time for it. Or maybe you've been doing it for a while and you just want to optimize to get the most out of your weekly preview. I went ahead with our producer, Nick, and recorded a little bit of training, kind of mini training slash guided weekly preview for you. And so you can download that by sending me $50 to the Venmo <laughs> that Courtney will... <laughs> Oh no! It always it a, comes back around. It always comes back around to your bin, though. We're, are we giving this away for free? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, and just so you all know, or, or actually, Blake, clarify this for me. The idea is like, so for me, I do my weekly preview on Sunday night. I would take this guided preview and kind of press play and start going through my weekly preview, and you're going to kind of be prompting and giving tips throughout mm-hmm. it. So it's like you're going to learn and get your weekly preview done at the same time. Exactly. And actually, it will be great for you specifically, Courtney, because I reference you a lot and be like, like, listen up to this part, Courtney. You got to do the abstraction review. <laughs> so it may not work. For, if you're not named Courtney, you might be confused. No. Oh, it's good. It's, good. For, it's for everyone. You can actually do it. Don't just press play and and think, oh, I'll just learn and then I'll do my weekly preview. It's best served while you're in action. So get out your planner, hit play, mm-hmm. and get to work. Okay, so where did they get that at? Focusonthispodcast.com slash preview. No Venmo required. Nice. So this is our second week of rejuvenation. And we are addressing the issue of rest because I don't know if you realize it or not, but it's possible that a lot of us feel tired a lot of the time and you're not even sure when it started. So too often, I think we wait till the very last minute when we're completely exhausted to think about taking care of ourselves. And the fact of the matter is just, you know, a once a year vacation isn't going to be enough to keep us at our best. You know, we need regular times or finding a rhythm, if you will, to engage in self-care, then that helps us stay energized and present our best throughout the week. And that's why today we'll be brainstorming ideas for the five self-care categories and then give you some tips on how to build self-care into your week using the weekly preview. So Courtney and Blake, if you don't mind, you're ready to jump in. Can you help walk us through this first category here? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I, uh, I was participating in the first category there. Oh, I was wondering. I was like, why is he not taking this? Okay, I guess Mm. I will do the first category. So glad you got in a little nap there. Um, So speaking of naps, the first category is sleep. For a podcast on productivity, I've got to say we probably have (laughs) the most episodes on sleep uh, versus any other productivity podcast. I'm not sure if there's awards for that, but I'm pretty sure we've received a few. We should go from weekly preview to sleepy preview. <laughs> yes. Now Thanks, folks. <laughs> when you're thinking about this category, basically all you're trying to do is 
just for a brief moment, brainstorm a way to enhance your sleep. The more enhanced your sleep, the more enhanced your productivity is. So it doesn't have to be anything huge, but just think about, you know, hey, what was working with my nighttime rituals or anything I should do to enhance my sleep? Maybe that means uh, I'm not going to drink coffee after a certain time, or maybe Maybe. it means I'm going to turn off my electronics at a certain time, or I'm going to listen to the soothing sounds of Verbs, Boyer, on the focus on this podcast to fall asleep, whatever it is. But just brainstorm a few strategies (laughs) to help you sleep uh, or get some extra rest during the day if you're like me. Honestly, early on, I I struggled with this section and I've gotten a lot better with practice on kind of outlining, you know, what I'm going to do each week for each one of those categories. Mm -hmm. But with sleep, I usually default to like thinking of like what time I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go to sleep or like how many hours I'm going to try to get. Um, And I, I think there are a lot of other ideas like, you know, some of the things you've mentioned you know, maybe things like, hey, I'm I'm going to turn off my phone at a certain time or, you know, I'm going to try to do a, a meditation app into sleep. You know, I just think there's a whole host of other things that I could try to list out there that would be helpful in this category. Uh, is there anything else you guys have tried? Um, we, we, we have episodes, whole episodes on sleep, but anything new you've tried that has helped you with sleep? I really want to get a chili pad. Is anyone listening? What is this? If you're listening and you work for Chili Pad and you could hook a brother up, just what shoot is, me. What is a Chili Pad? Okay, so these are things. There's a few different variations, but I think Chili Pad was kind of the first to the scene, and Tim Ferriss sort of made it popular. It is a kind of a, essentially like a, a top mat for your mattress mm-hmm. that is that regulates the temperature. So you ever wake up at two, three, four in the morning and you feel really, really warm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Even if you had your AC on or whatever, the chili pad is going to regulate and keep a steady temperature throughout mm-hmm. the night and it uses water to do so. So it's kind of like, it doesn't feel like a water bed, but like there's kind of these little Oh whatever. gosh, man, so, that anyway. scares me. Water beds coming back. That's... <laughs> well, it's not It's not a water bed, but it is apparently a game changer because you can stay cool through the whole or whatever temperature yeah. you prefer yeah. through the whole night. That's fascinating. Okay, so what about like when y'all get to the self-care section of your weekly preview? Like what are the types of things that y'all write for sleep? Yeah. Um, I stick kind of with the old faithful. I think I had the same mindset as you did, Courtney, of I normally mm-hmm. think about what time I want to go to bed and you know how many hours of sleep I want to get, which I've been using that sleep alarm um, that tells you what time. It alerts you an hour before mm-hmm. your designated sleep time. So that helps. The other thing I just implemented um, not too long ago is this other app called Moment, which is basically a phone fast app. So you can pick it up and you know say... I want to go three hours without touching my phone. Hit start fast. And then if you go to pick up your phone, it'll automatically cancel out. You know, So they kind of gamify it a little bit. But I figured out that the, the trick is to do it even before the hour of my designated you know, time I want to go to bed. That way I'm already starting to wind down and I'm not, you know, I'm not I love I'm coming that. out of that tech moment. Yeah. That's what was the name of that again? Because I'm going to get Moment. <laughs> moment. Yeah. It's, Got it. Super cool app. But yeah, that's been helpful for me as far as the winding down phase before actual bedtime. The bonus is you're more present with your family without Mm -hmm. fiddling with your phone. Yes. 
All right, category two is eat. So you probably have noticed this, but what you eat totally affects your energy, your performance, your mood sometimes. That's why I always have a big bowl of ice cream in the morning because, you know, I feel happy. <laughs> so what are some things you guys have jotted down when you think about self-care and you think about food? What are some, I know Courtney uh, is very passionate about this one component of food. And I'm sort of leading you here, Courtney. So don't let me down. Send you up for the alley-oop. How do you take care of yourself in terms of what you eat without having to spend a ton of time processing and, and cooking and doing all that stuff every day? I have no idea what you're talking Come on. about. <laughs> Put the cookies on the bottom the shelf prep. for you. Come on, the meal prep. Are you talking are, about the meal prep? Aren't you still obsessed with meal prep? You like yes, you I like am. make you make all your meals one day a month and you put yeah, it all in the okay. freezer. So I I did not realize that's what you were talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Meal planning does not feel like self care y um, for me. But usually what I write in this section is about like something I've been doing a lot of this year is like intermittent fasting. Um, like where I'm, you know, like I'm stopping eating at a certain time in the evening and like mm -hmm. starting at a certain time in the morning. But that's interesting. I've never really thought about, you know, kind of meal planning and like how I'm prepping as using that in this category. Here's how that works for me. If I don't think about what I'm going to eat beforehand, I'm just going to eat whatever's on hand or whatever's most convenient. Mm, and yeah. DoorDash gets to keep a huge portion of that <laughs> decision-making process. Because yeah. I'm like, ah, you know, I could do this. But also, Five Guys uh, has free delivery tonight. So, Well, <laughs> I will I will tell everybody some of the things that I do for um, meal prep that I think might be helpful. First, there is an amazing book called Cook Once, Eat All Week. Um, so you kind of do all your meal prep. I actually shared this as a hack with our whole company, I guess, a couple of years ago. So I think there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that have purchased this. And the the um, author of that cookbook actually uses the Full Focus Planner. So the other thing that I do is I meal plan in an Excel spreadsheet. Like I just put, okay, this season, this quarter, yeah, I plan like four weeks of food um, and meals, and then I recycle those every month. Um, so it like kind of takes Smart. all the work out of that. Um, you also, if you have an executive assistant, um, you know, they can actually fill your cart for you for like Instacart or a Whole Foods order. And then all you've got to do is go press, you know, purchase. And um, so that's a kind of a fun hack there for this category. All right, let's move on. Let's do category three. Here it is. Move. I don't know why I said it like that, but. <laughs> I feel like I knew where you were going, but. Were you thinking I was going young MC, like a little bus to move? No, I thought you were going ludicrous. Oh, that is kind of more of a ludicrous. Luda. Ah, okay, so move. Um, you know, for this category, you know, obviously exercise, you know, boost our health and our confidence. And I think here a lot of times we we think it's got to be more than it actually has to be. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. something is better than nothing. And these, obviously, y'all know all the things. You could be like 
Blake and do yoga in your office. You know, you can walk, run, bike, swim, stretching. Yes. You know, there's all different kinds of things that um, you could take on. I think another hack too is I think a lot of times we forget about organized sports and what a great, you know, like my husband, he's all about a a pickup game of basketball. That's a great Mm -hmm. workout. But a lot of times we don't think of that as an option when we're looking at our self-care and moving. The thing with this step for me is that goes back to that whole what gets scheduled gets done type of thing where if I, I may, sometimes I've written stuff down on my planner and it in the brainstorming section, but I never do it. And, but that changes when it's either ritualized, like, you know, I, I'll go to the gym three times a week and just lift weights, but that's sort of just become my ritual. But when it comes to this other stuff, like, yeah, I need to play some basketball or I want to do that. If I don't actually put it on the calendar, it never opens up magically, you know, (laughs) it's never calling my name. So I, I think that's a key with this one is, is figure out how you can put it on the calendar. I think a lot of it is just knowing yourself and what works for you. Like, I think I've talked to both of you about I'm doing this like cycling, this Peloton challenge thing, and mm-hmm. I'm in the seventh week of it. Guys, that just works for me. You know, like somebody's telling me what workouts I have to do. I got to check it off. I have to post my graph in a like a team thing. I just know my personality. It totally works for me. Um, yeah. For you, Blake, it sounds like you just got to get it on the calendar. You know, verbs for you, you know, you've kind of committed to the thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And is it just like having that accountability of knowing what you need to do or what is it about, um, what is it called that you're actually doing? <laughs> Break it. Break it. Yeah. You're like, what about that works for you? Yeah. I mean, for me, that's a very important point, though, just knowing what works for you. Because for me, being able to do something right here at home, you know, I can just roll into it in the morning times, works out significantly. Um, whereas my wife, she has to actually go somewhere else to work out because if she's in the house, then her mind is already thinking about, all right, what do the kids need to be set up for for the day? And so that's where her head is. So she has to kind of remove herself out of the house to be able to mm. to get to an outside external workout situation for that to work for her. So just knowing, you know, that um, I think really helps set you up for success when you're trying to figure out what movement looks like for you. That's good. So the fourth category that you'll come to in that weekly preview section is actually connect. What do you guys find is the best or do you struggle with this at all? I feel like definitely kind of during the course of last year, this was definitely a challenge. But now that things are kind of opening back up and there's a new rhythm, what do you guys find yourself doing to maximize on this connect segment? I would say I do an awesome job at this. But when I'm doing my weekly preview, usually it's just as simple as who would I like to see this week? Or who would I like to connect with? And I I typically end up just writing down some specific names. When I'm doing the weekly preview, I don't necessarily take the time to figure it all out. Because a lot of times when you're talking about connecting with somebody else, maybe you've got to plan something or whatever else. But usually it's like, oh yeah, who would I love to connect with or or see this week? And then um, I'll just run it past uh, either them or and or, you know, if I've got to include my family on that decision. But um, yeah, it's not always even like a big get together. Sometimes it's just like in the moment, I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't talked to Greg in a while. He's in New York. Let me just set a reminder on Tuesday to give him a call. That's good. Yeah, I think it it doesn't have to be as hard as I think 
my initial like reaction is to mm-hmm. the connect section. You know, I think a lot of times I'll just put like, hey, I want to send um, my college roommate, Christina Marco Polo. Like that's actually something I can do at any time. You know, I think a lot of times I've previously felt a lot of pressure on like scheduling things. Sure. Um, and those are certainly helpful. You know, like I now my like book club is getting back together again. And, you know, there are some like standing things that I have with people that are really nice. Um, but I think it can be a simple thing, like send a certain person a Marco Polo, you know, um, or like, Hey, ask some people from work if you want to go, you know, grab a drink after work one day. You know, I just, I think you can get creative with this. Uh, maybe you want to go on a hike and just ask somebody to go, go hike with you. You know, I think, uh, actually Chase, my husband, Chase and I have talked about this a lot more recently because we are more limited with a newborn in the house of like Mm -hmm. us being able to go with other people, you know, like it's usually like one of us kind of needs to hang back, you know, like, and, uh, be with our kiddos. And so it's like, Hey, you know, like be proactive about, you know, can you go golf with some friends or can I go hike with some people or like have people over outside, you know, around the fire one evening. Guys, I feel like we, all of us probably were really lacking in this, um, for the last year and a half. And so I think being intentional about this and kind of recouping some of that lost connection is really important. Um, here, one last thing on the connect thing. Uh, if you're stumped on like, oh boy, I, there's not an event or this is hard or, or who should I call or who should I reach out to? One thing to think about is that who you connect with and who you spend time with will impact your own energy. Elena, my wife and I have, have some friends and we we talk about how we like hanging out with each other because it's net zero, you know, like a, a, a building that is like net zero in terms of energy because it's like producing as much energy as it's taking. And sometimes we think about that, like, if I'm struggling, who should I reach out to? I just think, well, who's going to have an impact? Like, who, when I spend time with them, tends to kind of lift my energy or or I feel some fun, some excitement. It's easy to sort of vibe with them. Hold on a second. So net what? zero, is that the – do is that a good thing, net zero, or do you want it to be like net 100? <laughs> yeah, net like, zero. Well, our well, verbs zero, and I – are verbs and I net zero or are we like plus 100 for you? Well, here's what I'm You're saying. It balances such out. A yeah. Enneagram three. You're like, how do I win <laughs> if it's net zero? I'm confused. Who's Who wins the interaction? It sounds like nobody wins. That sounds horrible. So basically, it just means that you're with people and, it, and not one person has to like carry the energy mm-hmm. of the interaction, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like I'm driving the conversation or it's got to be about him or her, or that sort of thing. But like there's a mutual exchange. So it's it's quite easy to be with that person. In other words. Everybody brings something to the to the party, to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the to the party table. Category five. Relax. Relax. Chillax. That's what the original wasn't that in the original full focus planner is we had chillax yes, and then we're like, you know what? Chillax. I don't know if this ages very well after 2015. <laughs> so we changed it to just relax. Yeah, this is um really activities that you do just for fun, just for right. the fun of doing them, you know? And that's gonna be different for everybody. That could be getting out in nature, reading, 
building a model airplane. I don't know why that's in our notes, but <laughs> but <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Oh my gosh. But Honey, it, I mean, it never is. Never believe my day today. <laughs> oh, so stressful. I'm exhausted. I just have one question: Where is my freaking model airplane kit? <laughs> oh my goodness! But it is important to note that you got to make sure that you would verify these activities as being relaxing, not just because they're seen in the classic sense of. For some people, reading a book isn't necessarily relaxing, but we kind of say it is because that's what it's classically known as but just really finding what you find relaxing hey it could I be I don't know how my wife finds plane. CSI relaxing she watches CSI <laughs> you know the crime scene investigation show yeah that's intense but whatever you find to your point verbs whatever you find relaxing is what's important the benefit of that is you can always experiment with something new you just give yourself the freedom to play around with it and see what works best for you So are you guys ready for some some fast top tips here to wrap up this episode? Yes. Well, well too bad because I'm coming at you. So this process, these, these categories, as we mentioned, are self-care categories in your full focus planner. It's the last step of the weekly preview. And what we wanted to give you before we close is some tips for filling this section out. Like how do you practically do it? What are some tips to to make it work for you. So let's hit it. Tip number one. Tip number one is write to yourself, um, meaning, you know, write to yourself in second person. Like it's you talking to you. For example, you may say to yourself, self, you did a great job last week cooking food at home, but you're still skipping lunch during meeting heavy days. This week, let's try to have extra snacks on hand for when that happens. I love you, self. I love you. Uh, the second tip is treat it like a status check. You know, look mm-hmm. backwards and forwards at once and be candid about where you are. Tip number three, engage in encouragement. So when you're writing this, you don't just want to focus on where you're not doing a good job, but mm-hmm. think about where you're excelling as well with your self-care. Tip number four is stay practical. If you know you won't do it, Don't bother writing it down, but take a smaller step instead. The last tip is connect self-care to your goals, especially health goals. It makes it a lot more motivating. And lastly, you know, if you have the planner, I think a lot of times you might be doing your weekly preview and you might think, you know what, I'm just going to skip this section because it's kind of at the end. You know, you may be winding down. It's really important. Take it from me. I kind of struggled with this section of the weekly preview when we first rolled it out. It's really a great step. And mm-hmm. for days like today, you know, I, I planned my, my self-care section of my weekly preview and I have a massage scheduled tonight. I totally Boom. forgot about it. And now I'm so excited. So job, don't Bobby. skip this part of your weekly preview. So the good news is you don't have to wait until vacation to actually get the self-care you need. Build it into your weeks by considering the five categories and leveraging that weekly preview. So before we go, Blake, Courtney, any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners? We say this a lot with the planner, but my last thought would just be start small. 
Just start really small and allow yourself to build momentum when it comes to self-care, especially if you've been burned out. If you try to do, oh, I'm gonna do six different things and take care of myself, that's sometimes that's challenging, right? It, it's fine when you're iterating, but I think if, especially if you're kind of recognizing, you know what, I am pretty burned out, just start really small and try to uh, ritualize it or make it as easy as possible to start this week. So how can I start small and start easy? I think that's such a, a great word because it's kind of like once you can get one of these kind of ticking along, the rest seem to follow in mm-hmm. my experience. Well, thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. And don't forget to download Blake's guided weekly preview at focusonthispodcast.com slash preview. And we'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay Stay focused. Sweet. My daughter's obsessed with Baby by Justin Bieber. And for a long time, when Luda, Chris would go on, she'd be like, what? She she was so confused. And I was like, I get it. None of us understood why Ludacris was on a 13-year-old Justin Bieber's record. None of us got that. We are all confused. <laughs> this episode of Focus on This is brought to you by a brand new audio experience. We're very excited about it. It's called the Guided Weekly Preview. Now, it's led by Blake Stratton, one of your co-hosts here on Focus on This. And it's a free exercise that will help you master the weekly preview and start every week with clarity and composure. You put on the file and you can do your weekly preview while Blake talks you through it, talks you through some ideas. It's great. We're very excited for you to have it. And if you want it for free, go to focusonthispodcast.com slash preview and get it right now. That's focusonthispodcast.com slash preview.